hello, hello. Welcome to my lovely Lunatic Leo Life podcast. Here we go again with this echo. Hold on one second. Okay, is this, oh, way mother effing better. Anyway, welcome. This is my second episode, and this time I'm actually recording live. Um, I'm also on Facebook Live. Shit is loud as hell. There we go. I'm also on Facebook Live, um, and I was just approved to be on Spotify. So now I'm on Spotify, too. I'm going to give you guys my links um, coming up. And welcome. So today we've got a lot to t- discuss. Last week I was here. Um, I had a little bit to drink before the show. This time I'm going to do it completely sober. Well, kind of. I got this little thing of wine <laughs> of Merlot. But you know how it goes down. Oh my goodness. How was everybody's day? I hope you all had a great day because we're about to have a even better night, okay? I wasn't excited all day today because I couldn't wait to come here and do what I do in front of you guys. And I appreciate you here taking the time to listen also. So thank you again. Hi, Dios mio. I'm ready for you. So today, don't worry, I'm gonna get my intro music soon and all that shit together because I got some dope music I want you guys to hear. So... It is what it is. I still hear a little feedback, but it's okay. Let me take a sip. Hold up. (laughs) That Merlot. That shit hits the spot. So last week I had mentioned a couple of things about what I'm going through and what my podcast is about. Basically, I'm going to be discussing what's ever on my mind. And today, I actually have a lot on my mind. We're going to talk about Lisa Ray. And we're going to talk about um, some a tribe in Kenya and also in Tanzania, the Maasai people. You guys probably heard of them. You've seen them with their colorful beads and their colorful red hair that they put with clay. And they jump up high, just like standing straight but jumping up straight up high we're going to discuss that um also last week i discussed a story with wendy williams now i gave you guys my email and i actually had a few emails of people who wanted to listen and they want me to talk more about the drama between me and wendy williams even though the shit is old as hell this is from like 2006 but right now i love to talk about it back then i hated to talk about it i was devastated for real for real so i'm gonna save the best for last i'm gonna save that story for last um and i was i had another story but that shit is way too deep i gotta keep it simple for y'all because that might be a little bit too much (sighs) i'm also going to discuss or brag (laughs) about my trip to Thailand to Thailand it's next it's in November so the time is coming soon I'm super excited I'm going by myself which is also a blessing I guess a blessing in disguise I was gonna go with a few people <coughs> excuse me I was gonna go by myself originally 
Then it went down to six people. I mean, went up to six people, went down to one other person, and then now it's just me. So everything happens for a reason. I feel like it's a good thing to do. I'm going to go walk with the elephants, which is, I love elephants. Like, even when I think about it, I get kind of emotional because I'm going to spend a whole day with elephants in the wild. I mean, of course, it's a sanctuary, so, but they have many, many acres to roam. And I'm going to be walking with them. I get to walk with them. I get to give them mud baths. Then I get to give them regular baths in the in the river. Um, we also feed them. We make um, their vitamins to eat and we feed them food. So I'm definitely going to be posting a lot about that. I will have it on my uh, Instagram, which is also my lovely lunatic Leo life. And I might even start a travel page because I'm going to try to go somewhere at least two to three times a year for now. Next year, I have in mind Colombia and Ghana. I might be able to squeeze one more trip in the middle. But that's what I'm trying to do. So we'll see. I'm going to keep you all posted about that. All right. So today, the first topic that's on my mind is this Lisa Ray situation. I told y'all, I'm from Ghana, West Africa. Me and my brother were born here, but my parents and the rest of my family were born and raised in Ghana. We're like the first generation that was born here in America, okay? (sighs) And there's just something about my African people, specifically my Ghanaian people, because I could see it through my family and my friends, how Ghanaians are. We are a loving bunch. Like, we love people. Even other African countries, they they will tell you that Ghanaians are so friendly. They're so lovable. Okay? So, one thing that drives me crazy is how Ghanaians prefer another race over their own race. Put it like that. So, as much as African, uh, black Americans love to say that Africans hate them, no, they do not. They love you. Probably more their own Ghanaian people. White people, that's a whole nother story. People go ape shit around white people or for white people. I don't understand. That is my conspiracy side. And I'm going to get into white people being aliens. And I don't even want to get into it right now. I'm not trying to lose people before I even start having them. <laughs> so... I'm also on my Facebook live page. You guys can go on there. It's Miss A, which is M-I-S-S-A, a.k.a. Adrian. So it's all separate words. There's four words. So you can um, you can see me doing that. Um, and I'm also on my Podbean live. So anyway, yeah. So Africans love black Americans. Lisa Ray, her birthday was on the 23rd. Do you know that a central region in Ghana had crowned Lisa Ray the queen mother of that central region. Now, let me just break some things down for you. A queen mother doesn't necessarily mean she's crowned queen. No. A queen mother is somebody who is more like, um, uh, what do you call it? Oh, shit, what's the words? I have it written down in my notes, but of course I can't read my notes because I write like shit. <laughs> So 
Anyway, she was, we all know she was the ex-wife of Mike Misik. He was the premier, which is also known as a chief minister of Turks and Caicos. She received uh, NAAC awards for Outstanding Supporting Actress in 2007. Um, on her website, Lisa Ray, on Lisa Ray's website, she has a section for the humanitarian section. And I went on it. And surprisingly, I ain't see shit. Like, what the fuck is she a humanitarian for? The only thing I saw about her being a humanitarian is saying that she started up a beauty pageant and it's to help women find a way. Okay, thank you. And who's the judges? And do you have you chosen ugly bitches to be winners or is it just people that look like you? Like, why are you being queen mother of a whole central region. Now, don't get me wrong. A queen mother is more like a socialite and they have influence over the government. So it is a high position. They also supposedly give the queen mother um, pieces of land for them to build schools on, supposedly. That's what the website said. I looked for this shit. I looked everywhere for this shit. Um, Lisa has a foundation, the Lady Ray Foundation. Again, all they did was basically talk about how she has her her pageant. I forgot what that's called. I'm not even. Oh, the Miss Ray Deont Jules Teen Pageant. She's also the ambassador for global a global ambassador global ambassador for Susan J. Comer uh, Race for the Cure. And that's a whole nother thing I have for breast cancer research or any research for that matter. First of all, do you know what an ambassador is? Do you? Okay. In case you don't know, and you don't want to say it in front of other people. An ambassador is a person who acts as a representative or promotes a specific um, activity. So if you're an ambassador for breast cancer or for Susan Comer, it's basically saying you're the face. All they have to really do is show your picture and make you go to a couple events and that's it. So you're telling me she's crowned queen mother of a region of a country that she's not even from? Like, do you know how many other people have done shit for the country who get no recollection? Why is Lisa Ray being crowned queen mother of a region? Here's another thing. Ghana has so many kings and queens or chiefs. Every There's a bunch of tribes in every region in the country. And when I say a bunch of tribes, it could be like a hundred tribes. So the fact that they don't even say the name of the region that she's doing, they just say central region. Central region could be like 10 different cities in that region. You know what I mean? So really, this is just something that it's just for a namesake. She had it the day before her birthday. She wasn't even crowned in in Ghana. She was crowned in L.A. at a restaurant celebrating her birthday. Like, what the fuck? She did have traditional wear on. She looked amazing. I'm not going to take anything from her. I'm not a hater. I don't hate at all. I just feel like when shit is due, that's when, sh- that's when you should be crowned queen mother. What the fuck? Jay-Z, he's done mad shit. Him and Beyonce, they've done mad shit for different countries in Africa, raising money for HIV and AIDS. Um, 
oh what just happened oh heck to the no 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 i'm sorry guys my facebook just went down but i will be right back up i'm setting it up right now so yeah so jay-z's done stuff lil john has done stuff building schools building houses donating money you know of course where i can't forget akon he started like a whole school that is going to teach people how to um uh what do you want to call it <sighs> to provide solar lighting to the countries so that's what he's doing he's building a school so people can get taught how to start doing solar lighting so they can provide it all around africa but this bitch and i don't mean to call her bitch in a rude way i'm just saying it out of anger like what the hell did you do what have you done for me lately all i saw was your movie credits but what the hell i don't understand but to each his own you know what i mean i'm sorry my facebook fans i'm coming back on i just got disconnected right quick but i'm i'm finding you oh man i gotta do this shit all over again what the heezy it's all right okay i'm not even gonna put anything in anything i'm just gonna go live and put in the notes later all right welcome back to those who were disconnected on my facebook live i had a little technical difficulties let me take a sip for this sheesh so yeah i was basically talking about why lisa ray was crowned queen mother of a central region of ghana even Kanye West, he's done mad shit. He focuses on mental health. You know me and my speech. I ain't even drunk. Mental health awareness. Um, and uh, doesn't really tell me much. He's on the list. <laughs> but they've all done more than Lisa Ray. I just don't understand. And I just feel like they did it because she's a beautiful, light-skinned woman who's an actress in America, from America, and maybe it's to bring more clout. Now, I am talking about her being the queen mother and how I don't approve. However, she might surprise me. I'm going to keep my eye on her. I want to see what she does and how she does it for the region that she's queen mother. Or is it just because she wants clout or you want status, you know? I just don't understand and that shit really annoys me my own sister she started a school in ghana some girls she's at least i think four girls have gone off to college you know she raises money she's done all of that in accra in the in the capital of ghana i don't see her getting no recognition like that you know i just don't understand stuff like that it irks me so i had to get that off of my chest okay let me take a break not even a break break but i guess i was going to save the wendy williams story for last but i wanted to tie in to give me a break if that makes sense and then i might just talk about power a little bit so if y'all ain't seen it don't listen because i will be spilling the beans that was my spoiler alert i'll give you another spoiler alert before i go on now, Wendy motherfucking Williams. This happened a long time ago. 
But I'm going to take it way back to when it originally started, okay? I was working, no, no, I was 10 years old. My father was working for Black Enterprise Magazine at the time. And me and my brother used to go with him to the Black Expo that used to be at Jacob Javits Center. And at this time, Wendy Williams was um, working, I want to say it was Kiss FM or it could have been Hot 97, one or the other. Mind you, I'm 10 years old and I loved Wendy. I'm surprised my parents let me listen to her fuckery, but I did. And so I went up to the booth. Mind you, she was broadcasting live. So she was on a stage and I was kind of low. So in order to speak to her, I had to speak back and forth through, I guess he was a security. It may not have been her bodyguard, but it was definitely security for the building. So I told her I'm in fifth grade and I have to do a project for someone who I look up to and I wanted to do it on her. A book report, not a book report, but a report. So she's like, sure, here. She gave me a number. I was souped as hell. I could have waited to get home or at least for the next day. You know, when you want to call somebody, you're like, all right, let me just give them some time. It's too early. That was me. As um, my little 10 year old fingers are pressing the dial on the house phone to call, and my heart is like, Going crazy. It's like palpitating, right? Do you know that the number she gave me was a fucking water company? Yes. She played me out at 10 years old. I was devastated. Devastated. But it worked out because I ended up interviewing my dad's boss, Earl Graves. And I got an A-. I really don't remember what I got. But how could I not? You know, it was Earl Graves. He has a whole company and magazine. He's the, the owner of um, Black Enterprise magazine, magazine. So I interviewed him. Boom. Fine. Done. That's 10 years old. Fast forward it to maybe 23 years old. I was going to William Patterson University in Jersey. And um, I had just started the radio station there. Mind you, everybody at the radio station, they all know each other because they've been working with each other for a long time. I'm a newbie. And the first assignment was for a convention for community and college radio. So I was excited. Wendy Williams was going to be the speaker there. I knew that. I was even more excited. I couldn't wait. Practice my speech of what I had to say to her about how she played me out when I was 10 years old. So... It just so happens I ended up coming late. And it was when she was almost finishing with her uh, her segment. She was So she was basically encouraging us, telling us what she did and how she did it. So I went up to her. No, I'm in the second row. Mind you, I came late. So I had to walk through all these people to the second row. And I had my WPC shirt on. That was the name of the radio station, I think, if I remember correctly. So that's how people from my radio station knew I went there or I was part of the station because I had a shirt on. We all had the shirt on. But again, I didn't know any of them. So towards the end, she's like, all right, well, is there anybody who has anything to say before I leave? I'm like, excuse me, Wendy, me, I do. <laughs> um, When I was 10 years old, I wanted to interview for a project and you played me out. If you feel bad for me, here's my resume. Boom, bada bing, bada bong. That's how I started interning for Wendy Williams. Yo, I was souped as hell. You couldn't tell me shit. My shit didn't stink. Hell no. I was interning, interning for Wendy Williams. Fast forward to a month. 
I just came back from Dominican Republic with my mom and my brother. I got her this dope ass um, souvenir, which you probably seen. It was like a wooden man, and he had like a big schlong. <laughs> it might have been an inappropriate. I thought she would talk about it on the radio, so I wanted something that was extra. So it was like once you pull his pants down, his wood would just like come up and it would start like dangling like this. And I mind you, I had to carry that from New Jersey. I'm on the bus. About to get in the Lincoln Tunnel when her producer, Taryn, calls me. Um, hi, Adrian. Thank you so much for your service. You know, I appreciate you. Wendy appreciates you. We just don't need you anymore. She said it mad casual. And I'm on the bus, about to bust out in tears. Like, what the fuck? All right. She said you're a little bit too pushy. I'm like, what the hell is pushy me? what the hell's pushy all i did was ask all the time what do you need me to do because i was just standing around looking like an asshole so i thought i was doing something good by trying to be busy but no apparently that gets you fired so okay whatever i was fired i went to go speak to a woman who was my mentor at the time i wouldn't really say mentor because i don't even remember her name but she was an older black woman and she was a, a a flutist a jazz player so I called her to tell her what happened. She was like, come meet with me in Harlem since you're already on your way to New York. And we'll talk. So I went to go meet with her. Fast forward, I think, to a year. I was working at Bed Bath & Beyond um, in Totowa because I was going to Will Patterson University. And as I was walking to the bathroom, here comes Wendy walking in the door. Right? Like, it was... It was meant to be. At least I thought so. <laughs> so I was talking to her. I'm like, oh, hi, Wendy. This is, uh, my name is Adrian. I used to intern for you. Blah, 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 blah. She's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. In my head, I'm like, yeah, all right, but whatever. Um, she's like, oh, how are you? Uh, what are you doing this weekend? I was like, yo, she about to ask me to hang out. <laughs> I was like, nothing. Why? How do you feel about babysitting? I was like, I'm. I mean, I, I babysat. She's like, oh, I'm looking for a babysitter for my son. At this time, her son was five years old. Can you babysit? I was like, hell yeah. You mean come to your house all the time? <laughs> Wendy Williams' house? Yes, please. So that's how our love affair started. I thought it was so dope. In my head, this is one thing about me. Some people might call me crazy, but I'm the type of person who, if I had see something in my mind... I run with it. Like, I do a whole fucking book in my mind of what's going to happen. So in my mind, I became her co-host. We were best friends. We did everything. All because she asked me to babysit. So I would babysit her son. Then I started tutoring. So that meant babysitting was like every other weekend or every weekend. Tutoring now meant I was at her house three times a week plus babysitting. Now, let me tell you about Wendy. She's a cheapskate. I could be there from Friday. Hey, Mara. Thank you for tuning in to my lovely Lunatic Leo Life podcast. Um, so I was basically, look, I got excited, Tamara. I don't forgot what I was talking about. But anyway, I was basically doing it all. Once I started babysitting and interning, I was like the head intern. I would interview other people who were trying to inter intern. I would interview. I would do write down interview questions for her to ask the quest the 
guests. So there were times where my questions, she would ask somebody who was on her show. I was souped as hell. Like, you couldn't tell me nothing. I'm at her house at least five times a week. I'm at the studio twice a week. And um, I even got to go to Puerto Rico and Vegas with Wendy Williams. At one point, before all of this hecticness, she um, went to... Oh, no. When she was having her dance and diva party, it so happened that it was on July 22nd. But mind you, it's at night. So it starts July 22nd at 10 o'clock. My birthday was July 23rd. And then my good friend's birthday was July 21st. So I was like, maybe she'll give me tickets to take me and my friend to the Dons and Divas. I was nervous. I was nervous all day to ask her. Because when he got some shit to her, she'll be cool as hell one second. The next second, get out of my face. Literally, she'll tell me to get out of her face. So I was just like, whatever. Um, So... When I went to um, her Dons and Divas, oh no, when I asked her for the tickets, as she was giving me the tickets, she wouldn't just say, here, have fun. No, that wasn't Wendy. She told me, don't try to come to VIP. Don't try to act like we're friends and that you know me. Just stay out of my way. I was just like, okay. I don't want to be in your way anyway. I mean... If they invited me to VIP, obviously, I would have been souped as hell. I would have gone. Me and my friends, I would have been top shit. No. Don't stay out of her way. And it just so happened I had to actually babysit her son the day of Dance and Diva. So I had to do mad shit before I had to go home and get ready. So that's what happened. So fast forwarded to um, when she... No, when I went to Puerto Rico and Vegas. That's when I met Charlemagne. So Charlemagne came on the scene... When we were in Puerto Rico, that's he was introduced to Wendy and I was there for it. You know, I stayed in the villa with them. And luckily I had friends who were actually in Puerto Rico at the same resort because they were there for the WBLS event that Wendy was hosting. So at the end of the night, when Wendy was done with her events, I would go out and she would come back like at one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock. And then I would go back out <laughs> at like two or three o'clock. Once I had to sneak back in, it was like. 5.30 in the morning, the sun was coming out, I lost my room key, I had to go back, mind you, we're like in the villas, because we're special, VIP, <laughs> I had to go back to the villa, no, go back to the front desk, which means I had to take a golf cart, and this is all to hurry up before they woke up and noticed I was not in the room that I shared with her son, whatever, so that's when I met Charlemagne. And so, like I told you, I used to be at Wendy's house all the time. So Charlemagne would be there, too. So when I spent the night, sometimes Charlemagne would spend the night. So there was an event that happened, and Wendy was hosting at Comics, Comics Comedy Club in the city. So I took one of my friends to the comedy club, and after the show, we were having drinks, you know, and we're just mingling. So Wendy Williams' husband, Kevin, he had this booty-ass ugly friend, Jamaican. He kind of reminded me of, what's that Jamaican? The ugly-ass one who rapped? No, he had songs back in the day. Uh, not Beanie Man, way before. Anyway, it began with a B. But he was ugly as fuck. He was short as fuck. No, she was not interested. Girls, you know when you out and some guy's trying to holler, you give your friend the, the look. Girl code. We know this look. All women know this look when it's time to go. So it was my cue to get her to go. Okay, boom. So I'm trying to take her. He's like, excuse me. This is 
Kevin's friend. His Jamaican accent with his ugly self. Excuse me, you don't see us talking? I'm like, okay, we'll be right back. We're just going to the bathroom. So he got mad. Apparently, he told Kevin. Apparently, Kevin told Wendy to fire me. Boom. Fine. I didn't understand, but I'm like, whatever. I know Wendy's on some shit. So I left amicably. You know, I left on good terms. (laughs) And then a month, oh no, a few months later, somebody calls me and was like, I think Wendy's talking about you on air. This trifling ass was telling people that I tried to sleep with Charlemagne one time when I spent the night at her house. Charlemagne is up to my titties. He's short. I don't want no short, short man. No, I wasn't interested in Charlemagne. He was adorable. Like how we think puppies are adorable, you know, but he looked more like a... A different type of puppy or a raccoon, the way his eyes kind of went. But no, I wasn't interested. Never did I want him. Never have I ever. So I hit up Charlemagne on MySpace. This is how long ago. I'm like, what are you telling Wendy? Why the fuck is she talking about me? No, I ain't telling her nothing. You know Wendy's crazy. She about all this shit. Okay. But what what gave her this ammunition? Like what makes her think that something happened? Just don't pay her no mind. I'm like, all right. Tell Wendy to keep my name out her mouth, okay? Now, this is before I moved to Newark, before I was brolic, okay? So, that was it, I thought. Fast forward to Halloween. I was in the city with my girls, looking fabulous as ever. I was a French maid, and yes, that skirt was short as hell. And that was when I was a little slimmer, so you couldn't tell me nothing. I thought I looked good. So I see Nicole, who is one of, um, who was Wendy's talent booker. And I was cool with her. Like, I spent the night at her house a couple of times. We hung out, whatever. So she came, and she was with one other friend. And she hung out with my friends in VIP, with us that night, everything. We had a great time, or so I thought. Do you know the next day, Wendy was on the air. My friend called me, and I was at work. He was like, yo, where were you for Halloween? I was like a French maid. He's like, yo, Wendy is going in on you right now. I I thought I'd done resolved this months ago. Apparently not. This bitch is up there still talking about me. Still talking about how I try to fuck shot. How I try to shot. Fuck. You know what's messing me up? It's this echo. (laughs) How I try to sleep with Charlemagne. Um, And then she was telling them how I looked a hot mess. Now, this is all on air. I looked a hot mess walking around New York. Why would she walk around New York City like this? Meanwhile, it was Halloween. Everybody was looking kind of crazy. And I looked good, you know. But then she took it somewhere else. Mind you, I'm 23, interning for one, or was interning. I'm doing radio on the side. I'm trying to come up. Wendy said, out of her wealth, her mouth, her words, I'll make sure I have her blacklisted from radio. Why? What did I do? Like, why do you hate me so much to try to stop somebody who's up and coming from doing the damn thing, for being the shit? I never understood it. I felt like maybe because Trev Hollywood, hey, Trev, he did my first air check. It was horrible. I sounded horrible, but he produced it. and He's professional. So maybe she got mad or felt some type of way or saw potential. She doesn't want people to come up. That's Wendy. So... After that, I had I was fed up. I was shaking at this point. I was crying. I'm like, why would she say this about me? I'll never get a job in radio now. 
Right. Okay. That's how I felt. I called up the station, put, I was on hold for a minute, disrespectfully. And then finally, Wendy comes on the phone. Of course, none of this was on air. She denied everything. Why are you being so paranoid? I don't have time to just sit be talking about you, old interns and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Wendy, I'm not stupid. My family's not friendly. My, my friends and family know who the fuck you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. No, I never did sleep with Charlemagne. So why? She's like, and yeah, he told me that you threatened me to keep your name out my mouth. Yes, Wendy, I did. You keep your name out my mouth. Instead of worrying about me, worry about your cheating ass husband. And I hung up the phone. Boom, drop mic. Did you hear me drop it? I sure did. So that was my story with Wendy. I've seen her husband a few times. He probably don't remember me. Um, But her husband really messed up her career. A lot of people that were interning with, I'm still friends with, they were fired because of her husband also. But Wendy didn't have a backbone when she was with her husband. I don't even know what she saw in him. But, you know, people do shit for love. But that that was my story with Wendy. She really tried it. Um, somebody asked me in my email, which you can also email me at my lovely lunatic Leo life at yahoo.com. I will be answering some questions. Somebody asked me if Wendy was to work or wanted to work with me again, would I do it at this point? Hell motherfucking yes. (laughs) Call me a sellout. I got over this. I would bring it up to her. Of course, maybe we'll joke about it. But I'm going to keep her at arm's length knowing I can't trust that hoe because she got some shit with her. But at this point, she's without her husband. So she might be a little bit better than she was. I don't know. But that's what happened. That is my Wendy Williams story. Luckily, I wasn't blackballed. I wasn't blacklisted. Do it all from Lords of the Underground. I met him when I was interning at Power 105. And at this part, at this point, I think I was living in Newark now. So I told him I live in Newark and he was like, and I told him I do radio or trying to, he's like, well, I'm trying to be on a show. Give me your email. We'll keep in touch. So I would hit him up here and there. I met with him in New York city because they were going to do a newscasting show. So he brought me on for that. That really didn't go anywhere. But then when he was going to be on a radio station on in Newark, Streets 96, shout out to Race and DJ Qua. He brought me on. And that's how I first really got my start. You know what I mean? I was, I remember my first time on the air with Do It All. My segment was supposed to be three minutes. I finished in two minutes. I was sweating like a crazy person. And I might have been fucked up, as in drunk. Because every show, they had a gallon of Bacardi. And I was trying to calm my nerves, not knowing I was fucking up. So I didn't lose my chance. So... There's times you're going to have people try to knock you down. You don't know how popular they are or what kind of clout they are. Just know that that shouldn't stop you. You know what I mean? I'm still doing what I love to do. She couldn't stop me. She still can't stop me. I mean, I might have paused for a little bit, but that was me being young. I was hurt. I thought my career would be over because Wendy Williams said so. But I'm still doing my thing. I mean, I'm not I ain't getting paid yet, but eventually I will. But it's a learning lesson. Don't ever give up on what you want to do. Ever. Trust me, it's, it's not worth it. It'll be worth it when you decide on your own you want to give up. But just don't do it.
Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it. Nah, you better not do it. You better not. Okay. Last episode, I mentioned how I bust out in song and dance from time to time. Mainly all the time. Especially when I eat or when I'm excited. So y'all get used to, you'll get used to that. So that was my Wendy Williams story. It's over and done with. Um, also, thank you, Spotify. I'm now on Spotify. So you can find me on Spotify and Podbean and Facebook Live. Uh, I might try Instagram Live eventually, but we'll see how this works. So, yeah. So I'm doing better than last time. It's been more than 30 minutes, and I'm going to keep going because I didn't finish. Okay. <laughs> Now, I did want to talk about power. However, we were just talking about Africa, and I feel like I need to continue continue what I had to say because here's another thing that pisses me off with Africans. Not even Africans, because sometimes they're innocent or the people are innocent, but the government is guilty. So I talked about the Maasai people, right? And they're in um, their tribe in Kenya and in Tanzania, like the northern part of Tanzania and the north, central, southern part of Kenya. Now, it seems like the Maasai people are being pushed out of their their homelands just so people can go and they call it ecotourism where people go through the safari you know you've seen the videos going through the safari looking at the animals building resorts on safaris um and people going to paying thousands of dollars to hunt animals this is what ecotourism looks like okay and they're displacing the indigenous people you guys i really can read but with this echo and I haven't really been drinking, so I can't even blame it on the a- 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 alcohol. Yeah, girl, Tamara, I talked about Lisa. She ain't no damn queen. And it wasn't really a queen. It's a queen mother. That's like a socialite who mingles with the government type shit. You know what I mean? Like, she may have influence with the government, but it's not really a queen. So it was just how they labeled the story so people could read but she's not a queen she's a queen mother you know what i mean that's about it of a central region one region has like 10 20 different villages so it could be one small village so i had to shut that down i had to make it clear (laughs) all right so my maasai people are being kicked out of their homes and actually for a while the african government in tanzania and can and kenya were actually trying to uh instill programs to encourage the maasai people to abandon their their lifestyle you know what i mean so instead of their traditional lifestyle living off the land they're trying to make it hard for them they're even building buildings in the eco area where Everything is thriving where the Africans worked hard to build the land, to um, be able to grow, to farm. They're interrupting their life. Hundreds of thousands of Messiah people have been displaced or are homeless. It's out of control. Why do we always trust the government so much? And not even... (laughs) Okay. The Africans trust the government. The government doesn't trust their people. They trust men with money mainly the europe europeans and when i say european i mean white people 
okay because that's basically who they are the people that's actually trying to come into these countries and try to build them i'm gonna tell you their names right now one of them is the tanzania conservation limited and that's owned by a u.s company um the thomas thompson safaris okay another one is the ortello business corp and they're out of united arab emirates and they are a luxury hunting company in close connections with the royal family so you they're building um they're making laws the african government is making laws where people can't even build they're prohibiting crop cultivation and livestock grazing in certain areas some of these buildings are blocking the community or the villages to go to the water hole we all know how much water is important water is important for them Sometimes they might have to walk a long ways to get to the water hole to get water for their the, the village, you know, um, and for their animals. So once you cut off their water supply, what do you expect them to do? Because you're obviously not supplying the water for them. So what the fuck do you expect them to do? You know what I mean? And that shit's, that's the shit that makes me mad. Um, there's a, a crater. It's called the... Hold on, guys. I practice this all day so I don't fuck it up. Okay, it's the Ngorongoro Crater. Ngorongoro. Ooh, it's the Ngorongoro Crater. <coughs> and it's like a sightseeing area. Homes of the Maasai people were actually being burnt to preserve the ecosystem and attract more tourists. So they were burned out of their, their villages. What if somebody did that to us? We can't even handle Mexicans coming over the border. And y'all want to kick people out of their own homeland? Where they've been living and building for centuries? It's nothing new. This is what the Europeans do. But it just makes me mad that the government allows them to keep doing that shit. It makes no fucking sense. I don't get it. It needs to stop point blank, period. If that's the case, all the... You know what? I'm going to say this once and I'll probably say it again. The more black people unite... Yo, we could take over this whole world. We can make Europeans our slaves, feed their babies to alligators, do all types of shit that they did us, buck their men, rape their women and men. We could do that shit, but we're not evil. We're not evil. I mean, there are evil people, don't get me wrong. That's just a few in a bunch, but we're not a class of people who think they're better than a whole other class of people. It needs to stop, and we need to stop giving them power, and that's the government giving these motherfuckers power, and that should be pissing me off all the way. Hold on. I had to gulp that shit. That shit just make me mad. I'm... Sometimes I just got to relax before my blood pressure gets up too high. But that's what I wanted to say. It just it just pisses me off how people are being pushed out of their land consistently by the same motherfucking Europeans and the same government, the African government, who's putting their trust in the white what the white man has to say and in their money because it's all at the end of the day it's all about money. It's about about promises, which I'm sure some of them are broken promises. You know what I mean? I just don't get it. So I went on a website, themessiahwilderness.org, and they're raising awareness and funds, of course, for the Messiah community. And 100% of the funds go to conservation, education, health, and livelihood. So I'm wondering, if they've been doing this for years, 
raising money and part of it goes to conservation why the fuck can't they conserve conserve the um messiah people why can't they stop these fucking companies from building eco touristy friendly whatever the fuck in these countries to displace the natural habitants the people who live there i don't get it i don't get it i don't get it what do you have to say about that how do you feel what if somebody was to come to your house and kick you out of your house not even your house your whole neighborhood so they could build some other shit that's what they're doing down here in newark it's the same thing the messiah people yo it's it's crazy the fashion of the messiah people is being appropriated by major fashion brands are they giving them money are they helping conserve the messiah people no they're just taking and take 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 that's what they do africa is one of the most wealthiest countries as far as resources but you wouldn't know it America is always being or saying that they're the richest country. They could do that, even though they can't provide certain she- shits that should be easily to provide for such a rich country. <sighs> Let me take another gulp. I'm about to finish this on little bottle. What is it? I don't even. It's one of those little four packs of wine. Merlot. Woo! <laughs> okay. So I just had to get that off my chest because I saw that the other day, actually yesterday. And I said, hold up, for real? So between Lisa Ray being crowned queen mother of a region and then the Messiah, being, the Messiah people being displaced, that's just two out of so many things that's wrong with Africa and what's going wrong with Africa. We just got to pray on it and we could do better as a, as a unit. I mean, I guess I could just talk about it, but it's got to be more done to it to make it better. When I lived in Ghana a few years ago for seven months, the lights would go on and off for hours at a time. It could be five hours. It could be eight hours. It could be half an hour, you know? So it's just, it's too much. And I wanted to do something back then. Have I done anything? No. But once I'm able to, I definitely will. I definitely will because they've been struggling with light off for years. I couldn't deal with that. Imagine no power for hours. You need a generator to keep shit going. You got to watch out for your freezer. No charging of your phones. No telephones. No nothing. Wasting food, going bad in the freezer, the fridge, it's bad. But that's that's what's going on over there in Ghana. At this point, I feel like, yeah, Tamara, you're right. Gentrification in Africa. Isn't that a damn shame? I'm sorry, I wasn't scrolling down. But that's a damn shame, gentr- gentrification in Africa. I was going to talk about power, but after talking about all of this other stuff, power, the show, it just seems like there's no point. <laughs> we all know what happened. Proctor's dead. Tommy lost his goddamn mind. One thing I want to know is why was he not quiet about it? Like, why did he have to go with, like, a, a machine gun? Why couldn't he use a silencer? Like, he didn't give a fuck what he messed up. He messed up the whole place. Why? But again, 
we've talked about deeper shit. I don't need to go into that. But uh, yeah, today was a good day. It was a very exciting day. Um, I'm going to be adding a new addition to my show called What the Fuckery? And actually, Lisa Ray Snooze was part of that new segment, What the Fuckery? <laughs> no disrespect to Lisa Ray, none at all. It's just, I don't know if I lost respect for her. And it's not her fault. It's the fault of these people who crowned her queen mother. But I can gain respect for her. I'm going to keep a close eye on her and see what she's actually doing for the people. And then we'll see where that goes. Um, Who knows? Maybe she'll make me change my mind. If she does better, I will definitely come back on and apologize and tell you what she's doing for the people. Hell, I might even donate. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe not. (laughs) Lastly, I know I said I was going to be doing something about dating. I'm still gonna do that um i'm still single but i don't want to be single anymore i'm so tired of it hence my lovely lunatically life i'm still living my best life though so don't get it twisted i just want to live it with somebody and go on vacations and do a lot but the time will come sooner or later just like the time has come for me to close up shop Oh, I thank you guys so much for listening to my lovely Lunatic Leo Life podcast. I'll be doing this once a week at 630 on Wednesdays. I will let you know you can either follow me on my Facebook, which is Miss A, a.k.a. Adrian. That's M-I-S-S space A space a.k.a. period space A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E. Or if you want, if you have any comments or anything to say, you can always email me at my lovely lunatic Leo life at yahoo.com. And I'll be back next week. I'll see you guys. Thanks again, y'all. Deuces.